Welcome to Crazy Day, where I explore my own curiosity and invite you along for the ride. Ready to go? One of my favorite quotes is also one that is sort of an underlying theme of many of the episodes of this podcast series. When you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. This is a story of one time, of many, (laughs) that I saw this play out in my own life. Like many people, I would imagine, driving on the highway can be a source of stress and negativity for me, at least in some situations. For years, there was one area that really set me off. Have you ever seen the sign that says that one of the outer lanes is going to end and that you should begin to merge over? Most of the time, they start showing up well in advance of the lane's end, so that any attentive driver has plenty of time to make a peaceful transition over without causing too much disruption to the flow of traffic. Some of you probably already know where I'm going with this. But while most drivers merge over well in advance, there are some who wait until the last possible moment to merge over. They take advantage of the fact that the lane is opening up, you know, because the rest of us have cleared out to merge over. And then they speed all the way to the front of the line and then force their way in, backing up traffic behind them as the rest of us have to stop what was once a nice flow of traffic to let them in. Now, I'm normally a pretty calm and courteous driver. I tend to drive right around the speed limit and allow people to pass when they want to. You know, that kind of stuff. I'm not typically prone to road rage or that kind of a thing. But there's just something about drivers who speed up to the end of a lane that is ending, that they know is ending, to merge in at the last minute that would just send me to the moon. And not in a good way, if you know what I mean. In my head, I would tell myself all sorts of stories about these nameless, faceless, dare I say soulless drivers, how rude and inconsiderate they were, how they were all in their head and more concerned about their schedules than everyone else, how their arrogance and inconsiderateness, is that a word? I think it is. Anyway, how it caused the rest of us to get delayed or to have traffic backed up, sometimes for miles. The rest of us got over, but they were too self-important to do so. And so the rest of us have to pay for that while they got to speed to the front of the line. I noticed myself driving uncomfortably close to the car in front of me just to make sure there was no opening for them to merge into, honking at anyone who tried to come over and really generally being a bit of a jerk to them. Now, some of this was actually justified by my own experience of riding with a driver who was exactly like I just described, performing the exact maneuver I'm describing. So I'm sure that in some cases, my assumptions were correct. But for the most part, this was just my mind going to some pretty negative places when I was triggered by these other drivers. I was simply telling stories about them to justify my negativity. So long as I had some bad and toxic traits I could paint them with, I was kind of okay with the negative energy I was spewing in my car and the powder I was grinding my teeth into whenever I encountered this situation, you know? Well, of course I'm being a negative jerk face. It's because they're being a jerk face. (laughs) But then one day, everything changed. I had a shift in the way that many shifts come. It was uncomfortable. It was a smack in the face that I just couldn't disregard or ignore. I don't remember exactly what day it was, 
but I do remember that I was driving in a city that I wasn't familiar with on roads that I had never driven on. I don't remember how it all played out exactly, but the end result was that I found myself in one of those lanes that was ending at the very end of the lane. That was it. No road ahead of me. I had to merge. And so I turned my signal on and began to maneuver my car over, looking for a driver who would let me in. Some drivers ignored me. Others clearly saw me and, well, you guessed it, drove uncomfortably close to the car in front of them to make sure there was no opening for me to merge into. And during this entire process, I had this huge wave of guilt and shame wash over me that encompassed so many things. Of course, there was this feeling of hypocrisy as I found myself becoming the very thing I judged and had maligned so many times before. But perhaps more notably to me was realizing that while I was doing the same thing I had judged before, I wasn't doing it for all the reasons I had imagined the other drivers doing it for. I didn't have any of the traits that I painted on the faceless drivers when the shoe had been on the other foot. I was just a confused driver in a new city, driving on roads I was unfamiliar with. Now, once I was further down the road, and my emotions calmed down a little bit, I was able to process what had just happened. I found myself wondering what other reasons a driver could have for waiting until the last minute to merge in from a lane that was ending, besides being self-centered and uncaring. Maybe their wife was in labor and they had to get to the hospital. Or maybe they slept in and they were late for their plane to go on their honeymoon. Maybe they'd been trying to merge in for the last mile and nobody would let them in, but now they had no choice. I probably came up with a few more, but the point is, once I found myself in their shoes, once I realized I had accidentally become the thing I despised, I was able to have so much more compassion for them. I was able to find so many more benign reasons for a driver to be merging over at the last minute than I had ever been able to do when I was in the privileged position of being able to judge them without knowing what it was like to be in their situation myself. But see, here's the funny thing. The roads didn't change, and neither did the actions of drivers. The only thing that changed was my perception and perspective of what was going on around me. But that, but that little shift really made a huge difference in the way that I feel and look at the world around me when I'm driving on the highway now. I'm able to view those drivers with compassion and empathy instead of spite and anger. I'm far more likely to just simply let them over with a kind wave instead of spewing hatred inside of my car when they turn their signal on. It changes the energy I bring to my car and put out around me. And even if you don't think energy exists or that it matters, then if nothing else, I'm calmer when I drive, and I think that's a win too. And so I wonder... Are there people or actions that you encounter regularly that send you into a spiral of negativity and judgment? Have you ever found yourself in their shoes, but then justify your actions when you're there as somehow different from those you judge? What are some ways you can find empathy for those you find easiest to paint with the brush of negativity? Remember, when you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. 
So that's it for this episode of Crazy Day. If you've made it all the way to the end, thank you so much. If your perspective of this podcast has changed and you haven't left a review or rating yet on your podcast app, I would really appreciate it if you would do that. It helps more people find this show. If you have a friend you think would appreciate this episode, or maybe even some people on your social media feed, would you mind sharing it and helping to spread the word of my little podcast? It really would mean the world to me. Regardless of all of that and what you choose to do, I do thank you so much for listening. I love you all so much, and I'll see you on the next episode of Crazy Day. <laughs>